You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, Episode 95, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we are going to walk and talk all about what happens and what to do when you are feeling alone in weight loss and in your business. Are y'all walking with me today? (laughs) I love knowing if you listen to these podcasts when you're walking, whether it's, you know, on a treadmill or outside like I'm doing. It's a nice Actually, it's a beautiful fall day. You might hear some leaves. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Definitely gorgeous views. So if you're driving or doing the dishes or whatever you're doing, just know, just envision gorgeous orange, yellow, and green leaves and fallen leaves on the ground and a bird just flew in front of me and nice balmy is balmy the word (laughs) 65 degree temperatures maybe even 67 just a gorgeous day and without the fall leaves I feel like this is a regular day in California I don't know (laughs) anyway it's gorgeous I am glad to be talking to you I hope you're glad to be here because this episode is going to be really good. I think it's going to be important to have in your back pocket if you're not feeling this way right now, or if you are feeling this way right now, I'm so glad this podcast episode is in your hands because sometimes it's going to happen. You're going to feel alone. You're going to feel isolated. You're going to feel like no one understands you when it comes to losing weight, when it comes to being an entrepreneur working in your business, coaching, doing the hard things, especially doing both. And I want to talk about it and I want to acknowledge it. I want to create a space for you to feel understood. And then I want to talk about what to do about it and how you can help yourself, how you can make the transition from when you do hit these times, even easier to feel good again, to feel at peace again, to feel like you're not alone, to feel understood, to feel motivated and committed. Not that you're not committed when you feel alone, but to feel joy and abundant. It's okay to fall out of those feelings as long as you know how to get back. And the goal that I set for myself and my clients is to be more effective at going back to the place that feels great. It doesn't mean that we don't feel negative emotions, but what we don't want to do is add extra suffering on top of them. And that's what we tend to do when we feel bad, because then maybe we judge ourselves. We shouldn't be feeling bad. We shouldn't feeling be feeling bad for ourselves. Why should we feel alone? We have a partner, we have a family, we have fellow coaches. So why do we feel so alone? And then we start judging ourselves. So we're going to talk about it. Before we start the actual conversation, I do want to talk about something. I talked about this on my 
Instagram recently on my stories. If you don't follow me, go to IG at Life Coach Page B and you can follow me on stories. I share a lot of way more helpful things and also personal things on stories. I'm just, I'm a fan. I love Instagram stories. I love that personal touch of stories. So, and I only post during the weekday. So follow me, follow my stories. And so anyway, I posted about how to handle when the world collectively is going through a hard time. So recently it was the war on Israel. We've talked abundantly about when you're going through a pandemic, when the world is hurting for multiple different reasons. And I shared my perspective and I just wanted to address it here. Obviously, I'm not taking a particular stance here on the podcast. I don't think this is the place. And you actually might be tired of hearing about it. Or you might be really glad that I'm addressing this. And here's how I'm going to talk about it today. And I think today's episode, it's it's all addressing something similar. And that's when you're feeling negative emotions. The number one thing that I want to speak on is how to take care of yourself during these times. So I just had a client, we coached on this actually, because, you know, my clients bring all the things to me, we coach on them. It's always an opportunity to work on feeling your feelings instead of eating your feelings, in my opinion. (laughs) So we talked about how she's feeling about everything that's going on in Israel how it's affecting her family, how her brain is kind of doing what brains do and spiraling and how it's making her worry about the safety of her family and what's going to happen to her kids. And we talked about all that is valid. And how are you taking care of yourself as your brain goes down these paths? Are you doing it in a way that is productive? Are you letting your brain go down that negative spiral without catching it. And so I think it's totally fine if you want to sit in front of the news and read the articles and just feel for your fellow humans that are in pain and suffering. And I think it's important to acknowledge I also need to take care of myself during this time. So how am I doing that? Am I even doing that? Am I stepping away from the news? Am I stepping away from thinking about what's going on? And am I I giving myself space? Am I letting myself feel all my feelings instead of sitting in front of the TV and eating and resisting my feelings or numbing them? So I wanted to direct you to an episode of the podcast. I think it's called When Life is Hard. I will put the episode in the show notes, wherever you're listening, check out the show notes and go listen to the episode because it is so good. It's my husband, my husband's, it's one of his favorites and it just acknowledges everything we're talking about here and it's more general, but I recorded it from this place of sometimes we just have to acknowledge that life is hard and what are we going to do about it? So go listen to the episode But the rest of this episode will help out with that because you might even feel alone in what's going on around you, right? The numbers, the research that's being done on how lonely people are feeling after, even after the pandemic, during and 
after. Years later, the numbers have skyrocketed and they continue to skyrocket. So even if you're not feeling alone during, you know, your weight loss journey or while you're working on your, your business, the chances are this is something you experience. So we are going to talk about it today. So first, let's just acknowledge why you might be feeling alone in weight loss. And there are a couple things I was thinking about, and I was thinking about things that I've coached on with my clients. And one of those is you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to about it, especially if you're losing weight the way we talk about here on the Weight Loss for Life Coaches podcast. We talk about feeling your feelings, managing your mind, letting food be fuel, listening to your hunger, and letting that be the thing that directs whether you eat or not, desiring life more than food, right? Things that most people, unless they've heard my podcast (laughs) or are aware of these things, most people lose weight by dieting. And there's no shame in that. There's no shame. There's no judgment. It's just that's the way things are. So you might feel alone in not dieting. I can't tell you how many times my clients have come to me and said, they hide what they're doing from their friends and their family and their coworkers. They don't want people to know that they're planning their food in advance and not just following a diet. They feel embarrassed or just weird to say, oh, I'm not hungry when everyone else is eating and it's lunchtime. And they don't feel like they know how to talk about using the hunger scale or that They're allowing the craving instead of giving into it. So that's one reason you might feel alone. You don't have anyone to talk about it. You feel like people won't understand. You feel embarrassed. And really, if you think about it, they might not understand. They might not get it. They may never have heard of overeating and what you're working on when you say, I'm trying to feel my feelings and not eat them anymore, right? They might be used to calorie counting and dieting and, you know, just getting on the Peloton or getting on the treadmill or going to the gym a couple extra times a week when the new year starts. They might really not understand. Another reason is you don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. Talking about your goal of losing weight. This is something that I have had to work on years and years ago and I think I had really worked on that already when I learned about coaching and emotionally eating. But in the past, every time I started working out or trying to lose weight yet again, I would feel uncomfortable because I thought other people would think I thought that maybe they should go on a diet too, or they should lose weight. Or if I think I should, I'm judging them. That was something I really had to work on. And I know I've talked about it here on the podcast. I know there's an episode that covers body thoughts and it kind of stems from the work I've done, but that might be a reason why you don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable, which they may or may not. But of course, these are all about our thoughts. Another reason is you don't want others to know you're losing weight. You don't want them to know that you're on this goal in case you fail, quote unquote, again, right? You don't want people to know that you're doing this thing that you've already done 
<laughs> and I just talked to someone who said they've lost weight multiple times over the years and how it's like, okay, it's that time of year again, or it's that time every couple of years I go and, you know, try to lose tens of pounds. And it's just a matter of like, when is that time going to be? And so you might feel alone because you don't want people to know. You don't want people to know that you've set the goal. You don't want people to know in case you fail and then they would quote unquote, know you failed. So that might be another reason why you feel alone on your weight loss journey. And there are a couple reasons why you might feel alone in your business. And this, I just wanted to acknowledge here on the podcast, because I think if someone just says it, sometimes that's enough to get our, to open our eyes, to build some awareness. Like, oh, that's why I feel so isolated because of that thing Paige said. <laughs> so here are a few reasons why you might feel alone in your business. One, this one is me. <laughs> I'm raising my hand here. But when times get hard, you naturally go inward. This is not everyone. Not everyone is going to understand this. But I know this is me. And I know I have really had to work on not shutting people out just because times in my business are getting hard. Just because I'm feeling like I'm failing. Just because I feel like I'm never going to figure this out. Just because I feel like or I'm thinking that I'm a failure. Another reason you might feel alone in your business is even though you have friends and family, peer coaches, you know, fellow business owners, you don't want to feel like you're complaining. So if you have multiple hard times throughout the year, and if every time you go to people, you might start, stop, <laughs> you might start, stop, going to people because you're worried you're complaining or you're worried that they will not want to hear what you have to say or you've hit some kind of limit of how much you can talk to your friend or your partner about this thing. I have coached people on this before just as side notes in our conversation that they felt like they couldn't talk to their friends anymore about what they were going through. So I know that this is something that you might experience. So either you automatically go inward or you feel like you've talked too much about it. So then from now on, you kind of shut down or isolate yourself because no one wants to hear what you have to say. Another reason you might feel alone in your business, very similar to your weight loss journey, is you feel like no one will understand and very similarly to that one, I, I listed, you feel like you have no one to talk to about it, right? You actually maybe feel like I don't have anyone in my life I can talk to. You know, I've got some friends. I do have family, but you know, I kind of, I'm a lone wolf. I do things on my own and I don't really talk to people about it. And you know, the friends I do have, they don't understand the family I do have. They don't get it. And so you feel alone, like no one will understand you. Not even when times are hard, but even when times are great, you don't know how to celebrate with someone that's not an entrepreneur. You don't know how to, you know, talk to someone who's not a coach because they won't get it. So you might feel alone in your business when you think that you don't have people to talk to or they won't understand. 
And this is a good time to add this caveat. I was thinking about when I was writing my notes for this episode for you. And that is, you might not have the support system you need or want. And that's totally subjective. It's up to you what that looks like. But if as you're listening to this episode and your eyes are being opened and you're like, oh, that is why I feel like that sometimes. Oh, y'all know my one of my favorite things. So good to know. Then here's your opportunity to say, so here's a tangible action you can take from this episode. What would my best support system look like for weight loss and my business? Would it look like having a coach, multiple friends who I just go ahead and confide in and tell them what I'm doing? Family members? Maybe I set a meeting with my partner to update them with where I'm at in both my weight loss journey and my business at least once a month because I want them on my side and I ask them if they would be willing to hear me out and just support me. Maybe it's I want someone who's on this journey too so then I go do the work to find those people again whether it's on my weight loss journey or in my business but acknowledging maybe I don't have the support system I want. So what would that look like? And let me go make that happen right now. So let's talk about the impact, right? Because it might seem obvious, but if you're already feeling alone on your weight loss journey, again, many of my clients have experienced this. And then you feel alone on your, in your business multiple times a year. Maybe it's all the time that will compound how you're feeling on your weight loss journey. And then you go to food even more often because you don't have an outlet for your business stuff, for entrepreneurship, for when coaching just gets hard. Clients ask for a refund. Your launch doesn't go the way you thought it would, right? And then on top of that, you're living in a world where hard things happen, terrible things happen, atrocities happen all over the place. So you're already feeling alone on your weight loss journey, and then you're feeling alone in your business, and then things like what happened recently in Israel happens, and it's just like, I can't imagine not going to food. I can't imagine. In fact, I need it now more than ever. And then this effect is also compounding. When you feel like you don't have, again, the support you need for weight loss, and then you don't feel like you have the support you need for business, it may feel even harder to stay committed to weight loss, right? Because we live in a culture where it's okay to overeat, to go to food for comfort. So it might feel easier to let go of your commitment to your weight loss goal, even though it's important to you, even though you have the desire to hit your weight loss goal to stop emotionally eating, right? So that's one of those things that I have coached on over the years as well. And I think it's very specific to coaches, to entrepreneurs, to those of us who are doing two big, hard things, right? Like I've talked about in the very beginning of the podcast, why it's okay to have two big goals. And I caveat that with make sure you have the support you need. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. In fact, 
in my opinion, going on this kind of weight loss journey allows you to be even more capable to have the capacity to handle what it takes to have a coach with a multiple six-figure business. But when you're feeling alone on your weight loss journey and then you feel alone in your business, that can feel nearly impossible. That's why we're talking about this today, so that you can acknowledge it, so you can open up your eyes and say, oh, this is something I'm missing. I'm missing the support. This is a story I'm telling myself that I'm alone. And you know what? I want to change that story or I want to be on alert for it so that when I start to feel alone, I know how to catch it and what to do about it moving forward. So let's talk about it. Now, I've already said the first one. I kind of skipped ahead and that's to make a dream support list for weight loss and for your business to do both, to know what it would be like and look like tangibly look like to feel supported, right? What circumstances need to change in my life so that I can believe that I'm supported. The other action item here though, I'm gonna put these two together is, and I was just saying this, so I wanna say it more clearly, to be clear about the fact that you're telling yourself, I'm alone. Because sometimes, I have had many personal experiences myself and with friends and family where someone is telling me they feel alone and I'm like, but I'm right here. You're literally telling me you feel alone, but I'm standing right in front of you. And that's how we know that that's a story and we're believing it. And in that moment, it feels like our truth, but it's not our truth. It's not the fact. And so, yes, build your dream support list and make that happen and... It's time to build the awareness for when you tell yourself the story that you're alone and be able to acknowledge this is a story I'm telling myself. Y'all, I just got coached (laughs) by my coach. We've been working together for a while now. And it's so funny. I am the most resistant and rebellious, but super myself with her. So she gets it all. And she coaches me so good. She does such a good job. And we talked about how I did not reach out to her for coaching. And I I didn't necessarily say the sentence, I'm alone, when I was struggling recently. And I didn't think she doesn't support me or she's not on my side. But I did not reach out for her, for support from her. And we talked about it. She was like, why? What is going on? What were you believing? What lies were you believing? What stories were you believing that kept you from asking for help? And I told her my truth, which for me personally in this moment, it was, well, even if you tell me or help me, it won't matter. So the the lie I was believing was, it won't matter. I can't get out of this situation. There's no helping me. Very isolated, very feeling alone. And so what we talked about is like, hey, that story is going to come back. And she she told me this quote that we tell ourselves sweet, sweet lies (laughs) that make us feel good or keep us safe. And we'd rather hear those over the bitter truth. And I was like, oh, that's good. And but what we did was we said, here's how I'm going to handle when my brain tells me the sweet lie 
that I'm alone. And now I'm going to be open. I'm going to open my eyes to paying attention to when things get hard. And I think that, you know, either I don't have the support, I'm alone, or this won't help. That was the way my brain presented it to me is it won't help. So I stay alone. I stay unsupported. So again, just knowing what does it sound like for you and what is happening in your life when you tend to feel that way. And this is such a side note, but (laughs) what we also realized was that part of the reason why we call it a sweet lie, because you would think, you might think, (laughs) why would you call that a sweet lie when you're (laughs) the thing that you're telling yourself is it won't help. It won't make a difference. That doesn't sound like a sweet lie, but what her and I found in coaching, this is why coaching is so powerful. Y'all, I know you know this, but sometimes you need to hear it again. We found that the bitter truth was it would work. I would have to do the hard work though. And there was fear and it was uncomfortable. And so I'd rather believe the lie that it wouldn't work rather than the bitter truth of it will, you just got to do the work. So there's that. (laughs) So I just give you my example as another opportunity for you to feel understood, know that, listen, I got you. (laughs) I get, I experienced the same thing and in different areas, but here's the thing and hear me on this and we'll keep going to what do you do? If you have committed to losing weight, while you're building your business, you've decided I'm a person who does multiple big things. I can do hard things and I'm committed. You must make these changes. You must make the changes to the stories you tell yourself. You must catch them and change them and have that support so that you do know you're not alone. And you know, when you're feeling alone, that you're not alone because you have the support and that when you're not alone, and you're feeling great. And you know that if and when the time comes where I feel down and I feel isolated, it's good to know that even then I'm not alone. So you know when you're in it and when you're out of it. It's like being prepared for a hurricane. When you're in it, you've got the shutters and you've got the, the all the things you do <laughs> to prepare your house for a hurricane. And when you're not in a hurricane, you're like, you know what? Even when the hurricane comes, it's going to suck, but we have prepared the house. Okay, so here's the next thing you do. You decide and you answer why food is no longer the thing you go to when you're feeling alone, isolated, lonely, you name it. Why is food not the option? It has been in the past. We understand that. Y'all have heard me talk about tools for comfort and your current tool might be, one of them might be food. And now is the time, this is one of the changes to make, to decide, not while you're in that feeling alone time, when you're out of it, why will I no longer go to food? And what will I do instead? This is the next one. If food is no longer an answer, if it's not on the table anymore, how will I take care of myself? Yes, I've got the support list. But what are my next tools for comfort for when I'm feeling lonely, alone, isolated, like no one understands me, embarrassed, ashamed? How will I handle it? Make your list and have it handy. I, of course, recommend coaching. I recommend putting your thoughts on paper and looking at them without judgment 
I think it's so important to get your thoughts out of your brain. I think it's the one of the most important things that you could do for your mental health, for your emotional health, for any goal you have, is to get your thoughts, those sentences, those stories out of your brain. To sit with your emotions and not resist them and not wish they would go away and to create safety for them. These are the top strategies I would recommend, and I say them over and over again, of how to handle when life gets hard, when you feel alone on your weight loss journey, when you feel like no one understands you in your business. These are the tools to have ready, to have a list of, so you can just look at, you don't even need to think about it. You've got your list of what to do when I'm feeling alone. You've got your support list there as well. It is so important to do this if food is off the table, because what we don't want to do is say food is no longer our tool for comfort and not replace it. So important. It's like Batman's tool belt, y'all. We are going there. I think I just talked about this in a recent episode too, but you got you got yourself a Marvel and DC comic fan right here, okay? So sometimes we're going to talk about Batman's tool belt. <laughs> and it's going to be a great analogy. Okay, so you've got Batman's tool belt and you take out a tool and you say, this no, this one is no longer on the table. We're not using it anymore. It's not as effective. It's got to go. And then you don't replace it. And Batman is in a fight. And he's like, what? what? Now I have no tools. What the heck? And he either gives up or he fights ineffectively. And it's not a good movie. It's not a good show. We don't want to watch that. We want to see Batman have the most awesome tools and be effective in his fights and being a hero. Right? You are your own hero. So you have to fit your tool belt with the most effective, helpful, useful tools that align with what's important to you and your goals and what's effective. So processing your emotions, not shaming them. I just had a client tell me recently that she felt some very strong emotions recently. And she said, you know, Paige, it was so overwhelming how strong this emotion felt, but I wasn't overwhelmed by how strong it felt. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And she worded it way better than I did. And I'm like, this is my goal for you to be able to feel the strongest negative emotion and not run away from it and not need to go to food to make it go away. And this is where it starts by saying food is no longer an option and then how will I deal with it? And here are my tools instead. Okay, so you know what to do. Make your dream support list for your business and weight loss. Decide and answer why food is no longer the thing you go to when you feel lonely or alone or isolated. Oh, and lastly, how will you handle loneliness instead? Very important. And here's your next tangible action. I like to keep things simple. And I was thinking about this for you. What is the next simplest action you can take to start creating that dream support system right now? I really want you to think about, actually, I don't want you to think about, I want you to do, right? This is so important. And I know you hear me. I know you're listening to this. I know something might have really 
you know, tugged at you. You're like, I get this. I do need this. I do need to make a change. So instead of thinking this is a great idea, what I want you to do is think about what's the next simplest thing I could do to make this happen to start having my support system in place and then go do it. Don't just think, take action. And y'all, the last thing I will say is, I would never sell you coaching with the tagline, work with me so you're not alone. (laughs) That's no, maybe some people use that. I would not. However, having a coach, and you know this, if your coach is one of the side effects, the byproducts that you get to experience as a client and that your, your client's experience, right, is no longer feeling alone, feeling understood every single week, every single day, knowing they have a coach who understands, who cares about them, who thinks the highest of them, who believes in them. It really is. It's not just about not being alone, but it's an amazing byproduct that comes with having a coach, feeling like someone finally understands you. And again, I'm sure it's how your clients feel about you. So if something that you want is to work with a coach who, of course, aligns with the way you want to lose weight, not just dieting, not just changing food, but really solving the underlying actual problem. I don't feel my feelings or I'm afraid to feel my feelings or I'm not good at it. I go to food for comfort and you want that kind of way of losing weight and you want a coach to be part of your support system, then I would highly recommend booking a consult call with me because that is what I do is I guide you and I'm with you step by step. Not because again, you can't do this on your own or because you're feeling alone, but because you want a coach on your support list, your dream support list. That's what you want. It's not for everyone, but if it's for you, then I would highly recommend booking your console call, seeing if we're a good fit, and if the way I would support you is what you're wanting. So you can sign up for that by going to pagebombin.com slash services, or you can message me on Instagram at lifecoachpageb and just let me know, hey, I want to book my console call. I want to see if we're, if we'd be a great fit. And if so, we'll get started. And you have me. I've got your back the entire time. You're never alone. And I will be on your support list as long as we're working together. And then even after, okay? So go book that console call if that is your next step or what is your next simplest action to make your dream support list happen. All right, y'all, that is it for our episode today. I hope you enjoyed this one. If you needed it in the moment, I got you. And if not, but it opened up your eyes, amazing. No matter what, you have this now in your back pocket. Come to it when you need to just hear someone who understands you and what to do about it. If you love this episode, go to Apple, Google, Spotify, leave a review, let us know what you love and share this with someone that you know needs to have the podcast as part of their support list. All right, you all have a great week and I will see you next time. Bye.